Welcome to the Zen Stoic Path. On this episode, we have a special guest joining us. This is one of my dear clients and friends, Luke Voigt, who is a former business consultant, bodybuilder, and biohacker turned the founder of Lion's Mane Extract. I have to say that this product, the Lion's Mane Extract, is absolutely amazing. We're going to be talking about it in the episode, so you'll get to learn all about it. But Luke is an amazing individual. He is like my go-to guy when it comes to biohacking questions, and I absolutely love working with this guy. The information that he shares in this podcast is really and truly profound and transformational in the sense that he discusses how he helps clients, how he helps clients to develop their focus, how to develop new habits. And we also go into the biohacking element of how Luke actually sets himself up for success so that he's always operating at his best for himself as well as the people around him. We also dive into philosophical concepts and how philosophy has played a role in Luke helping him get his brain back as he likes to talk about between philosophy and biohacking the combination of these two things creates profound change in people and my life has already had a major influence just because of having luke in it so i really look forward to you getting to listen to this episode and getting into this conversation because it is amazing well, Luke, I am super excited to have you on the show, man. It has been something that we've been talking about for a few months now since we've been working together. And I just found your story about how you created your company with the Lion's Mane super inspiring, as well as just there's a richness to your philosophical view on the world. So I'm really excited to have you here on the show, man. Thank, Thank you, man. you, man. Yeah, I'm excited to be here. Yeah. So I, I'm just curious if you would, wouldn't mind sharing how did you end up creating the lion's mane blend that you now have today that has been helping so many people like clear their brain fog, get more focus? Like what, what's the story of that? How did that all begin? It's a big story. Yeah. So, <laughs> Let's get into it. <laughs> there's a couple of different angles, but, um, I've been a big fan of mushrooms. I had a health crisis back in 2014 ish where I had a parasite in my gut mm. and I got it by surfing out in La Jolla, California next to a sewer spill off. I had these incredible waves. I saw the local surfers way down and I was wondering why I had all these waves to myself. Uh, turned out it was next to a sewer spill off. So I got a parasite. Um, I lost 40 pounds of hard earned muscle. I was getting ready to compete in my first bodybuilding competition and I lost all the weight. Uh, I was trying to figure out how I could feel better. Started going to all the top gut doctors, top brain doctors, sleep studies. Um, I was sleeping only about two hours a night. I was in so much stomach pain, I couldn't eat. Um, so I went down this journey of healing and I tried all the supplements, hundreds of supplements. I met with all the top doctors, consulted with all the bi top biohackers, went in $40,000 of medical debt just to try and find the answers to these things. And along the way, I tried a lot of different supplements. Some worked, most didn't. Lion's Mane was one of them. Um, and essentially I got a brain scan in during all this process. And it showed that I had a brain that looked like a hardcore drug user. And I had been sober for quite some time. Um, I was eating very clean. I was cooking every single meal that I ate, uh, for two years. I hadn't had a single gram of sugar outside of just natural occurring in foods. So I was dialed in, I was doing everything I could. And um, my brain was still messed up. Uh, it was because of the parasite. It was because of the lack of sleep, all sorts of stuff. But I started seeking out natural healing for the brain. Lion's Mane was one of those. That was one of the first things that actually 
made a beneficial impact on my brain, on my memory. Um, but the problem was I had to take 15 capsules a day of these big horse pills, chalky powders, just to feel the benefits. It was costing a lot. It was about $600 a month just to take these supplements. Um, but I continued doing it for years and years up until I started growing lines made myself and making the extractions and really mastering that process. So uh, that's the origin of how I found Lion's Mane uh, and how I kind of got started with the company. Yeah, I mean, that's that's incredible. Mm -hmm. And obviously like a very tough experience that you went through to have contracted a parasite when you were just doing something that you loved, you were out surfing yeah. and you had this whole identity, this whole like life plan built around bodybuilding, eating clean, doing all the right things. And yet you were faced with this challenge that despite doing all everything correctly, mm -hmm. you're sitting here fighting this parasite, this thing that is not just obviously attacking your gut, but also your brain. Right. And like that had to be incredibly tough and very disorienting. But I think the, the amazing thing about the story is that you got resourceful, right? You tried everything that you could. You essentially became a student of the results of what you were experiencing. Mm -hmm. And then you're like, hey, this is working but it's costing me like 600 bucks a month and i'm having to take these giant pills and so you started growing your own own lines main mm -hmm. so what what was the process where you went from well, obviously like growing your own to turning it into extracts like what was what was that and what are the benefits yeah. of having the extract versus taking it in powder form yeah exactly so i was essentially looking for a christmas gift for my mom mm -hmm. and she likes cooking so i found a oyster mushroom grow kit for her and they had like a buy one get one free kind of thing and they had a lion's mane grow kit as well so i got that for me and it became like me and my mom's kind of project we did together so she would be maintaining the oysters i'd be maintaining the lion's mane mushrooms and i started growing them and my first one turned out terrible mm -hmm. it looked like an infected coral reef like it was <laughs> black and blue and pink and it was just terrible but yeah. something about the process i really enjoyed mm -hmm. so i started just going deeper i got the bug for it so i started buying i bought a pressure cooker i started doing all the research watching youtube videos all the time and then i bought a um, little mini greenhouse grow tent for my apartment so i started growing my own really mastering the art of growing it and then along somewhere uh, a couple months after i felt like i had really good mushrooms. Like I had that part down. I started looking into how, how could I make my own supplements? So I started doing all the research, realizing there was major issues inside of the mushroom supplement industry, largely that they are underdosed. And then that depending on the way that you process the mushrooms, the quality can vary greatly. So one of the things about the powders I realized is a lot of times they are old, they are just dried up and they are just ground up lion's mane. Well, lion's mane, like all plants, have defense mechanisms. It's a tough, indigestible fiber. In the mushrooms, it's called chitin. In other plants, it might be protectants in the seed and things like that, so that it passes through digestive tracts, remains intact. So mushrooms, their defense mechanism is called chitin. So we want to break down the chitin in an extraction process so that it doesn't disrupt the gut, so that we can make the lion's mane compounds more bioavailable, which just means more easily used by your body. So I realized that there's all different types of extraction methods. And one of the best ones to do is a dual extraction where there's an alcohol extraction and a hot water extraction. 
because different compounds in the lion's mane respond differently to these different solvents. So we want to extract certain compounds with the alcohol and we want to ex extract certain compounds with the hot water. And then we combine the two to create a dual extraction. And that, as far as I'm aware, is the most effective lion's mane way to consume lion's mane and uh, receive the benefits in a concentrated form. Yeah, that that's amazing. Mm -hmm. I I've been taking your lion's mane for months now since you know we started working together, and it it is so much more potent than anything I've ever taken. Like I actually feel the benefits of it. Where that's right. when I used to take like the powdered version in capsules, sometimes I would feel like a little something. I'd feel like maybe a little boost mentally or mm -hmm. in my productivity. But when I'm going for like hours and hours, whether it's like writing ideas out for this podcast or it's, you know, prepping for a training or any kind of creative work, I mean, like I'm just in a zone for mm. like hours and hours and hours still, you know, firing at, on us on all cylinders. Whereas in the past, like my brain would start to get tired after about that amount of time, right? My yeah. output would decrease. So taking the extract has been a, just a game changer and just mm -hmm. the way that I've been able to access my own brain and like build new brain cells, <laughs> learn more yeah. about myself or whatever it is that I'm, I'm doing there. So I, love I very much that. appreciate that you, <laughs> that yeah, you decided yeah. to go on this journey. Yeah. yeah. So, so would you say for you, it's mainly the mental stamina, which is increased mental stamina mm -hmm. has increased, um, ability to recall information mm -hmm. easily has increased. Like every time I do these podcasts, I have like a general outline of what I'm going to say, but I don't have like things written out like there's no script to it it's sure. just i have a few items and then i just go and i riff and what i've noticed is just my capacity to hold that information in an outline in my mind without like having to consciously think about it and just kind of like having it come out mm -hmm. in a dialogue or a monologue i guess you could say yeah um has been a lot more effective since i've been taking it awesome yeah <laughs> yeah i can relate i think one of the specific aspects of that is being able to like open a loop at the beginning of the conversation and remember to come back to it mm -hmm. and remember where you left off. Yeah. Kind of like, you know, stand up comedians, how they'll like open with a joke. And then a lot of times later in the set, they'll, they'll bring it back in. Mm -hmm. It's almost like being able to do that in conversation. Oh um, yeah. The ability increases. It's true. It's true. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah, we, we teach that in the liberation coaching Academy is this idea of like opening and closing loops mm -hmm. in that way as a way of like helping the mind to retain more information, helping the mind yes. to be more eager for what's coming in. And I've, I've always had that skill of being able to put a pin in it as my girlfriend says, mm -hmm. she's like, Oh, you're really good at putting a pin in the conversation, bring it back. Yeah. I find that with the lion's man, it's easier for me to put multiple pins and remember all yep. of them <laughs> or not consciously, but like my brain is just doing it, which yeah, is really yeah. fascinating. Yeah. You can have like five, <laughs> seven, five to seven pins. Yeah. Out <laughs> and I'm just and like, just boop, pick boop, them up. at yeah. will. Like, okay, let's do that one. Yeah. One. Yeah. So it, it's, it's been really helpful in that sense. So I'm really glad awesome. that you had this journey and, and it's been like from what I've seen and stories you've told me as well as even like things that I've seen online like mm -hmm. just before we started this I opened up Facebook I was like hey Luke is on my phone All right yeah, I saw yeah, one yeah. of the ads and like some of the results that people are getting what have you been most inspired by in terms of the results that you know some of your customers have gotten from mm. taking the lion's mane that's a good question. We've had so many different stories and mm -hmm. I, I've been in awe at the variety of experiences that come from it. And the conclusion I come to is, well, when you give your brain the right nutrients that it needs, it can heal all sorts of issues. Of course, I don't want to name things by the disease for FTC compliance, but mm -hmm. um, 
one thing I could say would be we've had a lot of stroke victims come in with the various various ailments uh, that resulted because of the stroke, like let's say like a numb left arm or shaky hands. Um, and then we had one guy recently, he's about 86 or so. He wrote in and said he had a stroke about nine years ago and he's had shaky hands like ever since the stroke. And about three weeks after taking our lion's mane, he was able to have a still hand for the first time in nine years. Wow. <laughs> so that, that was one that was just, uh, wow. Um, and most of the time when we think about lion's mane, we're thinking mental performance, focus, especially for our age demo. But we have a lot of the older folks coming in for memory issues. For um, one that came through recently was a 65-year-old woman was giving her 90-year-old mom the lion's mane. She was virtually nonverbal, like she was losing it, uh, not quite nonverbal, but uh, she would go in and talk to her like in the hospital bed a lot, and she really wouldn't participate in the conversation. So she started giving her the lion's mane, and all of a sudden she's participating more. So the lion's mane is giving them back that relationship, or at least a piece of it, a little bit more to engage with. Um, so communication enhancing, just because the brain cells are working better all of a sudden. That's incredible. I mean, it's, yeah. it's, it's one thing to think of it from like a productivity and focus standpoint, which yeah. at least for myself, like that's where I've seen a lot of the benefits, but I didn't even, I didn't even think about that part where just if your brain and your nerve cells are functioning better, yeah, you're going to have higher quality experiences and interactions with others, like higher yeah. quality conversation. Yeah. So like being able to have something that bridges the gap that is preventing somebody from having those quality mm -hmm. experiences, conversations, creating those memories with their loved ones. I mean, that's yeah. got to feel incredible that, you know, you were trying to solve your own problem and suddenly now like all of these people are gaining the benefit of that. Yeah. As, as like young, healthy males, we are focused on like the upper echelon of mm -hmm. mental performance. And like we were talking about taking those pins and being yeah. able to manage multiple open loops simultaneously, bring them back into conversation. I myself forget that a lot of people just struggle to stay in a conversation long enough to even feel like they've connected with someone. Mm. And um, one thing I've realized in managing our customer service and realize like these things people are writing in, it's like a lot of people are just struggling, struggling to function they can't read books. They want to, they just want to read, you know, they just want to be able to go to the grocery store and not have to keep a list, uh, things like that. You know, just the simple things can really improve people's quality of life. That is so cool. Mm. Yeah. Like, like just, I, I get chills when you, when you share that because, you know, if somebody is not able to fully enjoy their life or they're not able to, let's say, you know, hold a conversation or fully like be present in a conversation yeah. or read a book, right? It's so easy mm. for them, especially in my line of work. What I see a lot is people will put these labels on themselves. They'll create these beliefs about themselves that are, they're not true, mm. but it's their assumption as to what's going on. So instead of saying, Oh, I wonder if maybe like my brain cells or my nervous system is not functioning as well as it could. Instead of mm -hmm. asking that kind of a question, the societal expectation is just, oh, I'm I'm bad at small talk. Oh, right. I'm I'm a slow reader. I, I can't have pay social attention. anxiety. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and mm -hmm. and just sometimes the answer is just being able to have a tool, you know, in this case a supplement that can actually help you bridge that gap and function more optimally. Yeah. And at the end of the day, that identity was never true to begin with. But if people continue to believe that, they'll continue to prove it to themselves and kind of downward spiral mm -hmm. into 
into a story, into a story that's ultimately disempowering. Yeah. And I'm sure the reason why you're able to speak so well on that, I'm sure you've had personal experiences with those stories. Oh yeah. <laughs> I, know, I know I certainly have like, you know, identifying with depression mm -hmm. or social anxiety, like making that my identity for a period of time, mm -hmm. uh, realizing uh, a lot of depression is just caused by dehydration. Yeah, <laughs> <You know? laughs> just dehydration. Yeah. That's wild. Yeah, it, yeah it, it's so, I remember you were telling me yesterday that you, you would help clients mm -hmm. um, or friends even just like with, yeah. when it comes to weight loss. Sure. And you give them like the one step of just drinking water. Like yes. the, can you talk about that process a little bit of like what it looks yeah. like when you're working with somebody like that? Yeah, we were talking about it last night in the hot tub, yeah. um, <laughs> talking about like the process. If you want to bring somebody from a low energy to a high energy, or we could even say like low performance to high performance um, or not achieving their goals to achieving all of their goals. Mm -hmm. And the way I approach it is one single task to perfection and then we move on. And there's the reason for that is for overall success, but also specifically on the weight loss thing. If I can just get you to drink two tall glasses of water for seven days mm -hmm. successfully, then we can add on to it. So if I'm coaching somebody with weight loss, it's like, that's the only task I give them because nothing else works unless they're hydrated. Even if they're like, if they're detoxing or if they're fasting, if they're popping in a sauna, if they don't have the water in their system to circulate those broken apart fat cells and get rid of them out of their body, they're not going to lose the weight. Uh, they're going to get sick. They're going to get toxic, toxic buildup. So a lot of things, you know, weight loss, muscle building, mental clarity, it all just starts with hydration. So, uh, the other part about that is we're teaching somebody how to focus. So, uh, one of my mentors taught me what focus means is to do one thing, do it completely and then move on. And if you don't have those three parts, it's not actual focus. So I'm teaching people how to focus. So do one thing. Um, I say seven days, two glasses of water, uh, at the end of the seven days, did you do it? Did you get six out of seven fail start over? Mm -hmm. And we're just trying to train that focus. So. Yeah. That's, that's so cool. Cause I, you know, we've been talking about the lion's main thing and mm -hmm. like the biohacking, like knowledge that you have in the first part of this yeah. you know, conversation. But I, I think it's also another very important thing to note that you're also an incredible coach. Like you, you, you know, man. your stuff, like, and I, I've been in this industry for 10 years and like the way that you talk about these things, the way that you understand how that's like, you, you understand what is the step one, the step one mm -hmm. that if, if they don't get this, nothing else is going to really have the impact that yeah. they need it to. And by being able to understand those fundamentals, I think mm -hmm. is really key. So I really yeah. just admire like your expertise and your, your understanding of how to coach somebody into a result. That means a lot coming from the top coach, the top G of coaches. <laughs> Thank you for Thank that. You. <laughs> Much appreciated. Yeah. That's um, especially, I think one thing that's really important to note from what you were just saying mm -hmm. is this training somebody and showing somebody how to focus yes. because we can have the best plan in the world, but if we don't understand how to actually focus, then it doesn't really matter. We're going to continue getting pulled away. That's what, what I like to call the matrix hijack where like you allow the outside world to start telling you who you are and what to do and how to do it. Yes. And it just pulls you in all kinds of different directions. But that exercise of knowing how to focus reminds me of this, uh, this one Zen story mm -hmm. where this student is really eager to be enlightened. So he's like going to all the monasteries and he goes to one and they're, they're all eating dinner. So he's like, master, let, let, like, I, I just want to learn from you. Like, please show me the way. And he says, okay, why don't like, just go eat dinner. 
like there's rice porridge here. So like, mm-hmm. just go to eat that. Mm-hmm. So he like, he scarfs it down and he's like, he's like, okay, okay, I'm done. I'm done eating. Like, like let, let's, let's do this thing. He's, he goes, have you finished your rice porridge? He's like, yes. He goes, then you better wash your bowl. Mm. And in that moment, that monk had his sudden enlightenment. Mm. And I love that story, especially given what you just said, because it's a story about focus doing yes. one thing, mm-hmm. doing it completely. Yeah, yeah. And it, 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 I like that story a lot. It rolls into that cliche of how you do one thing is how you do anything. Mm-hmm. Right. So if we can teach you how to focus on the water or eating your porridge, mm-hmm. then all of a sudden you've unlocked that new skill. And yeah. that's at the root of achieving anything, mm-hmm. whether that's healthy relationships, weight loss, building a company. Mm-hmm. It's all, yeah, it, they, they all have the same fundamental pieces and steps that mm-hmm. allow one a person to be successful and to be able to enjoy and stay present in the process. Yes. So I think one thing that's really interesting is like we've talked about this at length, but I know philosophy has played a very like key role in your development. Mm-hmm. So what would you say the role of like, how did, first of all, how did you get into I guess mm. philosophy, like what is it that intrigues you about it and what role has it played in your life? Yeah, that's a question that I haven't been asked. Perhaps I should have been asked sooner. Mm. <laughs> well, I think that was a better time as a, as a good, as good a time as ever. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, uh, <laughs> it's funny, man. I, I struggled from a very young age with mental health, mm-hmm. social anxiety, depression, runs in my family. I was prescribed medication as early as 13 14 um yeah i was hopping from antidepressant to antidepressant i was on the harder stuff like barbiturates and things like that Uh, the doctors were just pumping me full of drugs Mm -hmm. and they didn't feel good um i went cold turkey and i started meditating um the one of the major shifts happened was i was going bouncing from like psychiatrist to psychiatrist diagnosed with seven different mental disorders. And then I came across this one and she was like, have you tried meditating? And that wasn't popular back then. And so for some reason, uh, it just vibed with me instantly. I, I was, I was always into like the Zen stuff. After that moment, I, I started diving deep, found Alan Watts. I know you love Alan <laughs> Watts. Um, yeah, yeah. started reading the books and things like that. So I started meditating and that was probably the first moment in my life I started using introspection and I started philosophizing about life. Like, why are we here? Uh, I grew up Christian and, uh, that was the first time I started questioning like the religion, you know, it's like, is this what I believe? I never really put any thought to it. You know, it was just like, this is the Bible. This is what I was told. So I started, as soon as I started meditating, I started looking into it, just seeing what did I want to keep? What did I want to get rid of? What did I think about the creation of the world? And I went down the rabbit hole and started meditating three hours a day. Um, at a very young age, got off the antidepressants and just, I've been really into introspection ever since. And philosophy is one of my favorite things to talk about. Yeah, yeah. dude. I, I, and I can tell, right? Like it's yeah. something that has certainly captivated my attention in my life. Mm-hmm. Obviously, you know, like you just mentioned, I'm a big fan of Alan Watts and I think that introspection, that ability to reflect on yourself, to examine your own character to mm-hmm. have the self-awareness to, to just ask questions. Yeah. I think one of the things that that presence that meditation brings one, one of the benefits of it I've noticed is that it actually brings a sense of curiosity mm. right? because you're actually here. And so you start to mm-hmm. have a natural curiosity, which all human beings, we have natural curiosity to learn yes. and to explore. 
Like mm-hmm. typically when we're just inundated with stories and ideologies of like, this is how you do it. And this mm-hmm. is what this book says. And like, if you do this, then you're bad. And if you do this, then you're good. Like mm-hmm. doesn't give people the room to think. Right. And you mm-hmm. gave yourself that opportunity to actually think and to ask those questions and to yes. examine yourself, so to speak. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. And I, I remember you recently put me on to Ram Das. Yes. So what, 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 what have been some of the most inspiring or some of your favorite, like, Ram Dass uh, philosophies or, or things that he said or things that you've learned from that and how have you applied them in your life? I think one of the major things Ram Dass says some extremely eloquent stuff <laughs> and it's uh, you know there's always these nuggets I pull down and I want to write the notes but I think the biggest takeaway from Ram Dass himself is a lot of his talks he opens and he says something along the lines of what I say in this talk does not matter it's that we're here exchanging the energy, being present. And there's a sort of download into your consciousness when you're around certain people. Uh, him, him, I'm talking about in the setting of a live talk he would be giving. Uh, Ram Dass has passed away, but in the past, you know, he would have all these amazing um, speaking events and things like that. And it's just by sitting here with the person, you're receiving that presence. You don't really need the thoughts to become enlightened. You, you don't really need that next insight or that golden nugget to awaken. It's really, you just need to be here with the person you are with. Mm. Like in this moment, you're going to get that insight just by being in the presence. And I think for me, why that's hit home so hard is I'm a curious person. I'm an ambitious person. Mm. I used to be always trying to extract the nugget you know, when I'm in the presence of a wise businessman or somebody who's got an amazing relationship and I want to learn, I'm like asking them all this stuff, like taking little notes. Mm-hmm. Um, and ever since I've listened to Ram Das, I've chilled out a lot more with that and just realized I'm getting it just by being here and I'm getting more just by being here instead of trying to take down that, that note and turn it into a thought spiral. Mm-hmm. Um, so for me, that's been one of the big Ram Das takeaways. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's I I love that as it it highlights the importance of the sovereign awareness exercise that we do, right? Mm-hmm. The where we go into peripheral vision, we get into the breathing, so you, you know, you get into your own body. Yes. And I think one of the the keys to something like that is it's all about presence. And if you're always asking questions, trying to extract the nugget, mm-hmm. I mean, like you, of course, ask questions, right. As they sure. naturally come up. But if we're always like, Oh, I gotta, I gotta know all the steps and I gotta get down all the nuggets. Mm-hmm. And like, I can't forget, like you're trying to remember everything. Yeah. Then you fail to be in the room. You fail to be present in whatever's going yeah. on. Whereas I found that just in, in that presence, kind of like you were discussing with how Ram Dass would say, like, we're just exchanging this energy here. Mm-hmm you're able to absorb everything, even mm. the things that you didn't realize were important. Mm-hmm. Right. And by being able to absorb all these things and absorb the entire context of the conversation, yeah. that's when you start getting those downloads that actually help you to evolve and to become more self-aware. I agree. Yeah. 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 And I know, I mean, that's been evident just in our conversations and mm-hmm. in times where I've, I've seen you with others and it reminds me of uh, something you were sharing with me yesterday about like the different energies or frequencies of like different emotional states and how mm-hmm. like, so, so if you wouldn't mind like just kind of sharing a, a little bit of a summary of what we were talking about yesterday, cause I found it fascinating. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I love, I love talking about it. So um, there's many spiritual 
bodies of work that cover these levels of energy. Mm-hmm. So if you imagine a chart, mm-hmm. you've got zero to a thousand mm-hmm. and at each level, there's going to be different emotions mm-hmm. um, or let's call them the emotional states um, allocated to a certain number. So it's like a ranking, right? Higher does not mean better. It just means different. It just means more energy. So at the base of it, it would be guilt, apathy, shame, some of these lower uh, frequency vibes for the hippies out there <laughs> and uh, lower frequencies like, you know, higher vibing would be like enlightenment, joy, peace, uh, courage, willingness. So using these frameworks uh, who David Hawkins is one of the first guys who like really brought it to popularity. Uh, Frederick Dodson, I like his chart. And then even Scientology has their own version of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's not my, my, my choice, but it's, it's interesting. Like you can pull, everyone has a different way. They break down these levels of energy. When I see that across like different religions or different ideologies, I'm like, yeah, there's probably something there. Yeah. There's a common thread, yeah. a common theme that everybody's like, everybody's kind of referring to. Yeah, exactly. So, uh, one of the uses of learning this knowledge and studying these type of charts is when you're interacting with other people, you can, instead of trying to think like, what does this person do? Or, you know, how are they, uh, what are they thinking of me right now? I kind of look at people like, what energy are they occupying? Like, are they in fear right now? Are they in anger? Are they in guilt? Are they in shame? And when we identify their energy level, we know how to meet them. We know that we have to meet them where they're at and then help them raise up their energy. So I do this on the customer side when we're you know, trying to sell our product to people and help them and, and change their life in a better way. We're gonna try to identify where is our audience mainly at? Are they in fear for the future? So in the case of an older person who's losing their mind, like are they fearful of what might come? If they are, let's address that fear. Let's acknowledge that fear. Let's validate that fear for them. Um, and then we're going to help give them courage and sprinkle in some higher energy levels so that they can take some action and in our case, purchase our product or take some of my biohacking advice, drink some water, Mm -hmm. Uh, you know, so we're trying to raise them up. But if we didn't identify where they were at and we're just coming at them, like giving a very, um, intellectual argument, which would be higher up on the scale, like the reason is going to be way high up there. If we're just trying to come at them and give them scientific papers um, and saying, okay, now go make a life change. They're not going to be able to make that jump because mm-hmm. they're, they're down there lower um, where intellectually, like if I'm coming from reason, I might say, yeah, we've given them the science. Why aren't they acting? It's, it's here. It's clear. Lion's mane mm-hmm. improves the brain. Um, there's countless studies. Uh, they can't make that jump. They're in that fear. They're in skepticism. Uh, they want to read reviews. They want to hear other people's stories. So uh, identifying where people are at definitely helps you to lead them. Um, and with great power comes great responsibility. It can be used for darkness um, or you can use it to actually help people. So move them up the scale instead of taking them lower. Mm-hmm. That is, uh, yeah, that it still blows my mind because mm-hmm. what it does is, you know, for the, for the most part, people will be like, okay, you want to have good energy or you want to have good, good vibes, right? That's, that's at least like the vernacular that we're dealing with in our society today. People yeah. talk about the vibes, high vibes, high, high vibes, the vibes need to be right. You yep. know, like vibe check, all, all these things. Mm-hmm. And what this does, this actually breaks it down in a way that can be understood mm-hmm. as in like, 
if you just tell somebody like, Hey, the vibes aren't right kind of thing. Or if you just say like, you got to meet them where they're at, it doesn't necessarily compute into like a practical means of doing so. But if you have like a chart, like the one that we're talking about, Mm -hmm. and maybe we'll put one in the show notes, like just as an example, but if you have a chart like this, if you see that somebody, for instance, is in fear, if you go, if you come at them with reason of like, Hey, let's just be really like logical and reasonable about this. Or you come at them with like peace and love Mm -hmm. when they're in fear, they're not going to, it's like, they're existing in a different universe. Like they're yeah. literally vibrating at a different It's going to go one ear out the other. Yeah. Because yeah. it's not, it's not remotely even relevant to yeah. where that person's at. And I think this is, this is so key when it comes to business, when it comes to coaching, yeah. it's like we can have the best product in the world, but if we don't know how to meet somebody where they're at, like people are not right. people in fear or in desire and anger, for instance, these, like some of these lower emotions, they're not necessarily going to be able to hear you when you come into with like re like willingness or reason mm-hmm. uh, you know, about like why this thing is great. So we can have the best thing in the world, but if they can't hear it, right. it doesn't matter. <laughs> yeah. I would love to hear your opinion on how to guide people, how to meet them and guide them. I know we both share the hypnosis background. You're mm-hmm. much better at than I am, but <laughs> Uh, there's that concept I learned, at least in my training, pacing and leading. Mm-hmm. I'm curious how you would maybe tactfully meet somebody at a lower level, say like anger and move them up towards desire or courage. Yeah. So, that, I mean, there's there's several ways of, of doing it. Like you talked about pacing and leading, I think is a very uh, effective strategy. Essentially, pacing and leading is matching a person where they're at and leading them to where they need to be in order for them to experience their desired result. Mm-hmm. So for example, if somebody is in anger or fear, trying to come way up here with like, Hey, here's this really cool plan, or This is how you plan your goals. Or like, this is why you shouldn't be afraid or angry. This right. is going to fall on deaf ears. Yeah. You might be speaking truth, but whether something is true or not is not the point. The point is what's real to that person is what they're feeling in their state of being right now. Mm. So you match them where they're at in terms of matching their energetic frequency. It doesn't mean you need to also get angry. It doesn't mean you need to also be fearful, so to speak, but it could mean that you're just kind of, you're coming in and leveling with that person. You're seeing where they're at. You're helping them. You're helping show them that you see them. So for example, um, one the tool that I really like is something called labeling, like something that uh, Chris Voss talked about. It's not labeling the way that we use it when we're talking about, you know, putting labels on people, but it's labeling the emotion that somebody is experiencing. So it's basically a way of saying, I see what you see. Mm. So if somebody's really angry, you saying something like, Hey, it seems like you're really upset about this because this is so important to you. Or it seems Mm. like, uh, you know, this, this is something that's really key for you to, to really get right. And when people have this sensation that you see what they see, you don't need to feel the same way that they do. But as long as they know that you can experience, like they know that you're seeing their world like they're seeing it, yes. then they can start trusting you and be like, okay, well, if he sees it like I see it and he can actually articulate it even better than I can articulate it to myself, mm-hmm. then I will listen to more of what this person has to say. And yeah. then we can, again, we can match pace and lead. Pace, yes. pace by, by saying, I acknowledge where, what you're seeing and what you're feeling. And this is where we could go. Yeah. I can move them up that, up that scale of emotion. So that's, that's yeah. more or less like how I would do it. The idea there is to create safety, right? No change happens unless we have a sense of safety. So when it comes to coaching, safety is so important and the ability to, for a person to feel safe, to be able to be exactly as they are, to know that all of themselves is welcome. 
Mm. And creating that safety, often what gets associated to safety is sameness. So familiarity, right? So if we can create safety, we can create sameness by saying, hey, I see what you see. I can feel what you feel kind of thing. Then they can feel like, okay, we are the same. So this is safe. So then I can listen to what they have to say. Yeah, the... um I like that a lot. And the way you're describing that example made me think of the classic mistake most men make with their girlfriends when, Mm -hmm. if she's upset about something, it's like she, she brings you this thing and then you come at, it's a problem. Like say she presents a problem and then you give the solution. A lot of times they want that extra step where, where men, we, we usually like that. Like, you know, I say problem, you give me the solution. I go, I've learned that women typically like, you know, to feel that emotion validated, let them know that we understand them. We're at, at that level before we move into the solution. So it's just like an extra step. Um, but I think if we work that way with people, uh, as a whole, like when they're upset, I think it would be a lot more effective, Mm -hmm. like meeting them there, validating the emotion. It's okay that you're feeling that I understand it. And, um, now let's look together, you know, like kind of like sitting on the both sitting on the same side of the table instead of like ones across from each other uh you guys are attacking at the same because you've already matched that energy yes and it's it's actually related to a conversation that we had the other day we were talking about coaching Mm -hmm. and how it relates to this concept in zen Thich Nhat Hanh talked about it where he says the finger pointing at the moon is not the moon Mm -hmm. and so when we if we if somebody comes to us with a problem or they come to us at an emotional frequency that is lower than our own by a significant margin. Maybe it's like several states below where we're at. So maybe mm-hmm. we're in courage or happiness and they're in anger or desire or fear or something, mm-hmm. something on the lower uh, part of that. If they come to you in that way and you say like, here's the solution, you're basically just saying like, this is the finger pointing at the moon. Like, look at the finger, look at the pointing mechanism to whatever it is that you brought me. Whereas when you get, Mm. when you stand side by side, you can both look at the moon, the truth of like, Hey, I see what you see. I see the truth that you are currently experiencing and living right now. Mm. And instead of trying to be the, the person who is the authority, so to speak, when we can create that safety and sameness, we're both looking at the moon or the truth or the reality of what they're experiencing becomes a lot easier to facilitate that change. I like that a lot. And and to carry that metaphor even further, it's like the map is not the territory, mm-hmm. right? It's uh, it's almost like when you're giving somebody the solution without getting at their energy level, it's just like the map, mm-hmm. the map, yes. right? But it's like the other way is like you match them. You're both looking at the map and you're like, let's go towards the territory. Mm-hmm. And exactly. together, you know, we're going to walk there together. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And that I notice just makes it a lot easier for somebody to make progress in, in in whatever it is that they're they're trying to fix or improve in their life yeah yeah so i know i mean like i think this is an interesting segue because i know one of your visions is to be able to uh, get into more coaching leadership and work with men so mm. for you i mean like what's the the type of impact that you want to have on on young men on how they think how they feel how they experience life mm. I think the impact I want to have, we were discussing last night, a big goal of mine is to reduce the suffering Mm -hmm. of as many people as possible. And I think I will probably approach that through my own lens of how I suffered, Mm -hmm. which had a couple parts. Um, One part being lack of discipline, lack of work ethic, and the other part being lack of intel, not knowing the plan, not knowing how to formulate the plan. And I would say, 
Um, the third part, which me and you are addressing together, you've helped me a lot about is you've got the discipline, you've got the work ethic, you've got the plan, but now executing on that plan. Mm -hmm. Um, so bringing those two things together. And I think that's a bit vague of, of an impact, but if we're talking about a large scale impact, I believe it has to be vague. It's hard Mm -hmm. to tell you exactly. I'm sure it'll encompass getting fit first, getting the health right. And my approach will be addressing the brain first. Mm-hmm. So it's nice to be swole. I like being jacked. It's fun. <laughs> it's uh, it, it's life changing. But if you don't have the mental vessel working, uh, being jacked won't do much for you. Mm-hmm. So we're gonna we're gonna approach the uh, mental health first. And uh, I'd love to develop a systematic approach to take anyone from brain fog, broken, um, and get them at peak mental performance. Uh, so basically moving people through the journey that took me 10 years to figure mm-hmm. out, but trying condensing that in a much shorter time frame. Yeah. I love that. The, uh, the step-by-step approach, right. Teaching somebody how to focus, mm-hmm. getting their brain, right. Right. Yeah. Not, not just from like a focus perspective and a quality of thoughts perspective, but also on the physical side of things, mm-hmm. like with the lion's mane, right. The, yeah. the very powerful tool that somebody can use. And then yeah. with that focus, comes a greater capacity to be able to achieve things like discipline and, Mm -hmm. you know, working for bigger and more, uh, higher aims when it comes to their goals. Yeah. And, and later I'd love to help people build business, business, business and biohacking are my two main passions, relationships being a third. Mm -hmm. Uh, but I would love to, once I've made a, a very systematic approach to solving that mental barrier, uh, moving people into the business because now when your mind's right you can get the business and as we know like money's a huge limiter mm-hmm. um, in life and especially today as prices keep increasing rent keeps increasing I want to teach guys what I've learned in business and help them out that way and later relationships so that's yeah. the th- that'll take me a lifetime plus some so yeah I mean I yeah. mean it's I think it's pretty incredible what you've done in the last couple of years with regards to business with regards to your mind and with regards to relationships, I mean, everything is creating this like massive momentum in just everything that you've been doing. And the fact that you're really aiming to not just continue doing this for yourself, but sharing it with mm. other people, I think is really incredible. Thank you, man. Yeah, yeah you got to share. I mean, I didn't get here alone. You mm-hmm. know, I, I was struggling when I was alone mm-hmm. and I had so many people just help me for free. I paid for a lot of help as well, but I mean, every step of the way, every time I made a leap and bound, it was because I had somebody like yourself in my corner mm-hmm. helping me make that next jump. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's amazing, man. So if, um, if people are looking, if they're hearing about this and maybe they're experiencing brain fog or lack of focus, or maybe they want to just be more able in conversations socially, right. Or in their work or whatever, mm-hmm. whatever it might be. And they want to try the lion's mane, like where, where yeah. can they find it? Like what's, What's the next step for somebody who can, you know, to get to that path that you were just describing? Awesome. Yeah. So lionsmainextracts.com. Yeah. There's two E's in there. Lionsmainextracts.com. Mm-hmm. Uh, that one's easy to remember. Mm-hmm. And if somebody follows me at Instagram, it's Luke Max Voigt. So I'm going to be posting a lot of the biohacking stuff, later business stuff over there. But uh, if they want to get started on the product, linesmanextracts.com is the best way to do it. Amazing. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's it's certainly been a game changer for me. So like anybody listening to this podcast, I know if they're a listener, they're, they are somebody who is a seeker of wisdom, a seeker of 
knowledge and, and a seeker of being the, their best selves, right? Being able to have that sense of discipline to achieve the things that are important to them, to focus on meaningful connections and relationships, and to focus on living a liberated life, right? One where they can have that sense of sovereignty in all that they do. So I think a product like that is really, really key for being able to give yourself a boost in, in that, awesome. in that realm, like putting, <laughs> putting yourself together, so to speak. Yeah. yeah. Um, so drink yeah. water, yeah, drink lots of water. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's step one, like yep. <laughs> all the supplement in the world won't help if you're not drinking water. So. Correct. Yeah. Absolutely. I love that. And like that whole, uh, kind of process of showing somebody how to truly like focus on something and yes. do one thing fully and completely. Mm-hmm. Um, I had one last question for you before sure. we, we began to wrap up. So, this podcast, Zen Stoic Path, it's a, about the philosophy of Zen Stoic. And at the same time, the aim of Zen Stoic philosophy is to create liberation, right? liberation from your past, liberation to be who you are in the present, and liberation to create the future that you seek. So for you, what does it mean to live a liberated life? Mm. I think for me, it's to be uninhibited by the constructs society is placing on me or programming as a child is placing on me to show up a certain way and to just live and show up, say what I want to say, as long as it's not hurting people. Um, but just living true to like what I'm feeling, saying what I'm feeling, showing up how I'm feeling, uh, something you've worked with me on. is like, if I'm exhausted, show up exhausted, you know, just, just be what I am in all moments and not feel like I have to pretend. So for me, that's being confident in showing up as my authentic self, for lack of a better way to put it. Uh, That's it. Amazing. Luke, thank you so much for being on the show, man. Thanks, man. It's been a blast. Thank you so much for listening to this episode with Luke Voigt, the CEO and founder of Lion's Mane's Extract. If you are interested in getting yourself some Lion's Mane's Extract, I couldn't recommend it more. It is an amazing supplement that helps you focus, helps your creativity, and helps your memory, unlike anything that I've ever tried before. So if you'd like to get yourself some Lion's Mane's Extract from Luke's company, you can use the promo code ZENSTOIC, all one word, at checkout, and you'll get 25% off your first order. That promo code is ZENSTOIC, all lowercase, one word, and it'll get you 25% off your first order. I know you're going to absolutely love it. It has been a game changer for me, and I'm excited for you to try it. I hope you enjoyed this episode. Please be sure to like, comment, and subscribe. This is how the channel grows, and I couldn't do it without you. So I'm very grateful for your engagement and for your willingness to share this show with the people that you care about. If you want to take the next step, be sure to go to zenstoic.com to get the sovereign awareness technique. This technique is a free technique that will show you how to develop a deep sense of self-trust and intuition so that you can make effective decisions that are authentic for you. So be sure to go to zenstoic.com to get the sovereign awareness technique or go ahead and click the link in the show notes below.